We're at the Mishnah, three lines from the top. Shor shel pikeach, a shor of a sane person. Shenogach shor shel cheresh shotavakatan, that gored a shor of a cheresh shotavakatan. We explained numerous times that cheresh is assumed to be uh, insane. We don't have no no knowledge of his of his sanity. Hashot is a person we know is insane. A cotton could be the sanest kid in the world, but if he's under 13 for a boy or 12 for a girl, he has a din as if he has no das. So they are irresponsible. These three people are in the category of irresponsibility. But a, a person who the, the, uh, the offender's owner was a person who was sane and an adult. And he, his, his shore damage their property, then he is chayev. It doesn't make a difference if uh, the person who owns the property is sane or insane. Still not not your property. You have no right to damage it. What, why, why is a shote the owner of an ox? I mean, that, that should be not allowed. Well, hmm? first of all, could right. be he was a sane individual and got into a car accident and had a stroke or something like that and became incapacitated mentally or it could be that he was incapacitated from birth and his father passed away and he was the Irish so it could be a number of things shouldn't the person in the household be responsible let's let's wait let's wait we'll talk about apitropas we'll talk about Let's wait a little bit. The end of the Mishnah and the Gemara talks about the concept of Apitrapis. Right. Anyway, so he's cotton. But if a shor of one of these three does damage, any, any shor, meaning of a sane person, or it could be, um, excuse me, a person who is, who is not sane, but it doesn't matter. The shor of a shor of cotton that damages is Potter. Now, based in Mamidin Lahan Apitrapis. Bezin puts a guardian. And they the people who witnesses the goring say testimony in front of the Apitrapis. Now, this what Gemara is going to ask right away is contradictory. You just said that a cherishot of a cotton shar, a damage is, is putter. And you say that you put an apitropus there and they say testimony from the apitropus and the purpose of the apitropus would be that he would be chayib. So there is a contradiction in in the mission of the Gemara deals with it right away. Now, nispakeach hacherish, if the cherish becomes, becomes able to hear and speak, and now we know that he is a, uh, <coughs> he's sane, or the or the shota becomes sane. The higdala cotton, the child grows up. Chazar letamuso, the child, the 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 animal goes back to being a tam. We'll deal with this later in the Gemara. Rishus Mishana, Rabbi Omer, Arayu bechaskaso, he remains as a muad. Now this is uh, the, the first part of the Gemara does not deal with. Uh, this next case, Shorhetzaden. Shorhetzaden. means a, a stadium, but it's it's a shore that was was grown was brought up to be a fighter, like a bullfighter. Eino Misa. 
if it damages, it's not chayav misa, it kills someone. Three times, and the fourth time, he's a muin, and he's, the, the shor has to be stoned. Ki'igach, um, well, I'm sorry, the, the, he, has to, um, he has to be stoned right away. Just the, the owner pays, only pays after the fourth time of being, of doing damage. So, Ki'igach, well, that the Gemara explains a pasik that it, it um, has to be has to change its behavior on its own. Can't be something that they incited to uh, be an animal that, that causes such damage. Let's see Rashi. Shor shacherish shenogach l'shor shabikeach pater. The Gemara mafarish deima mitan abitrapis l'tam ligvos migufo. We do not. Bezin does not. We'll see the machlokes, but this mission holds. Bezin does not appoint an abitrapis. So that people could say edus in front of the apitrapis in Bezdin and collect migufo from a tam. <coughs> for damages concerning a muid, mamidin apitrapis. They do set up an apitrapis. Lashar hayasamim for the shar yasamim to be instead of the sum the sum cannot take care of themselves. We'll see. To fulfill the the pasuk that says that the testimony has to be in front of the owner, <laughs> and if the animal damages more than three times, you collect the money from the property of the Tom's collection comes from its guf, and if it's metaltalin. Since the tam is metaltalin, you have to collect from the actual, actual body of the shah itself. Coming from the shah, the shah by nature is metaltalin. You don't set up a an apitrapis to to collect from metaltalin only from karka. Bezin only collects from the chasm which have a chrais, which is um, karka, vokimna biyasme, and we explain what it's talking about with yasme. Now, Rashi has a different shot here, um, which he does not like. The ik of the army, time of Mishum, not because Bezin is not niska klinichse yusomim, only because of, only with the chasm sheshlam a or Bezin is not niskak to anything. A different reason. The reason is because the reason why you don't take from Bez, from, a, from the uh, Yisomi, you don't set up an Abitrapas, is because Palganiska is a Kenas. And since it is a Kenas, we don't find Yisomin. Okay? All right? Rashi doesn't like the Bakashle. MK, my Ligvus Magufa, the knockout. Why does it say Ligvus Magufa? It has nothing to do with Ligvus Magufa. It has to do with the fact that it's a Tom, and Tom is Chatzinezik, is Kanasa. We owe the Kamamish Rights of Mina Bamuin, the Mandiomet, Sad Thomas, the Makomamedas, Aina Nigvus Mini Yasomim. Later on, we're going to talk about Sheet of, of, uh, of Yaakov that says that uh, he, he also got Yehuda, Sad Thomas, Makomamedas, meaning if a person, if a shor is a muid, yes. so half payment is from muid, is chatzinez, is nezik shalim, but he remains with his Thomas. We discussed this uh, in the previous barrack. 
in two two parks ago, two parks ago, in the in uh, that the the he remains with his the concept of being a a tom even after the he becomes a muad. So he actually pays twice. He pays two halves, half muad and half tom. It's called Sad Thomas Bimakoma So we're gonna say, Rashi says that that um on the Omar, um Medas, ain't a Nicholas Minisam, you don't collect from Misaimim, Mahitaima. Even though you only pay Khatsi Nezek and you stay with the Migufai. Uh, you only pay half half of the payment of a muad is still megufa like a tam, but it's not a kanas anymore because it's the, the behemoth is now a muad. So uh because kashima come, it's not because kashimar. So it's not a kanas any longer. It is real. So Rashi doesn't like that explanation. So um now let's see what it says here. Let's see that Rashi further. Maidenland Apitropis because I the to the high may eaten behem the kaamar the migvi khansi nezik Thomas. The reason why you would set up an Abitropus is to collect Kantianazic Thomas Makasha. Raisha Lusaifa. Like we explained, there is a contradiction in the first part and the second part. And then afterwards, after three times, you're going to pay Nazik Shalmi Aliyah. Now, that's so, so I, I pointed out already the stira. The Mara is going to talk about it further. And the Gemara says at further, the Mara says that. It once the the uh, the owners become sane or adults, then there's a machlokas. The mayor says we start to count again. And then I'll explain why that you begin rishus mishan. It's called that it, it, you begin counting again, meaning the animal has to uh, damage three times, three additional times in order for it to be a muad on the fourth time. And the Biosi disagrees. So this goes according to Rabbi Meir. The Rishos changes. Rishos changes the Dina to Asa. Meaning you have to be Mayed. They testified to the owner. And the owner didn't watch, so he's responsible as a muin. But once the rishus changes, the clock starts again from vahuad bevalov. You have to now testify in front of the owner an additional three times for it to become a muin. Now that's we'll get to that. And Amun begs mitchem sharad stadin is later shemi yuchid lenegichos. You trained it to be a gorer. Omalam denosalakach. They went to school to learn how to gore. So they do this in, uh, you know, bullfighters. They they train the oxen, not the oxen, the bulls, to uh, to, to to attack, to do damage. <laughs> I'm not the biggest expert on bullfighting. I basically just know that it exists. But uh, they, they uh, that, that this is a, a you know common practice in places where they have bullfighting in Spain and South America, I guess. Um, they they, uh, they train them. So they're not responsible if they do damage. We'll see about that later. Now, the Gemara is going to discuss the first part of the Mishnah. You have it, Jeff? Lama Tessim and Aleph in the Gemara. So the Mishnah had had 
a, it seemed to the, the Gemara was a stira minayu bay. The first part of the Mishnah says that a shor cherushat of a cotton that's nagach is potter, and then the second part of the Mishnah says that we appoint an apitrabis, and you say testimony from an apitrabis, and the reason for that would be to to pay, right? So, first part says you don't pay, the second part says you do. He hagu for kasha. The mission itself is a contradiction. Amrit shosha chazan bekatish naga shosha bekeach potter alma ein mamid an apitrapis latam ligvos migufa. We don't set up an apitrapis for a tam to be gover migufa because he doesn't pay. Ein masefer. Look at the sefer. Shosha chazan bekatish naga based in mamid lahem apitrapin apitrapis. You do set up an epitropus and you do say Aedis in front of the epitropus. So that is a, a contradiction. Take a look at Rashi. One Rashi, we read an epitropus. The short time shall cherish the cotton leos. Epitropus will welcome by them that the guardian should be instead of the by them, the Kayim, in order to fulfill the posting that says, they are instead of the owner. So would count, you could say testimony in front of the Apitrapas. You would take Chansi Nezik Migufa. So Mara says, Amarava, here's the answer. If there were Hugzik as Nakhanim, we'll see in Machokas Rashi and Tosis what this means. If they were Hugzik as Nakhanim, as Gorers, then you set up an Apitrapas. And you say testimony in front of the Apitrapas. They make, through the testimony, the Shor now becomes a Muad. If it damages again in its Muad status, Lishalem, Me'aliyah. You pay from the aliyah as a as a muad does. It's not pay migufu. He pays from the property, and we'll see uh, in a minute whose property we're talking about. But first, let's take a look at Rashi. Yochi Kamer. From Rashi, it's mashma. When he says, and they became Nagchanim. It's from Rashi that, <clears throat> that it, it's not clear from Rashi. You can learn this, Rashi, we're talking about that three witnesses, uh, two sets of witnesses, I'm sorry, saw three times that the Shor Tam, uh, the Shor damaged three times, but didn't say the testimony in front of the Owners, because the owners were cherished to the cotton, and there was no apitrapa. So on the fourth time, the then when that happens, they come to Besden, they say this shore is running wild. So Besden will then appoint a uh, an apitrapas in order for them to be to be uh, to say edus on the fourth time to make it into a muad. So I suppose uh, what would have to happen would be that. Uh, all all four sets of witnesses would have to come to Besdin, and the ones concerning the Tam would have to say testimony in front of the Apitrabas, and then the, the one about the mood would say testimony again. Otherwise, you'd have to learn that we're talking about this animal damaged um, six times, three times before, uh, before 
there was any testimony. And then Bezin appointed Apitrop as a damage an additional three times. And then if it damages again, it becomes a mood. So that's the way Rashi learns. Um, but the Taisus learns a little differently. If you want to take a look, um, Taisus is the third Taisus in the bottom. Don't explain. That are damaged three times, and gored three times. Which is the way Rashi would explain. That's okay if all you need is Adis for the shore. If you need Adis to the owner, the fourth Nagicha is not going to help you any. We owed the high ton of suffer is just Mishana. Kutani Sefer, Chazal Tamusim, goes back to becoming a Tam. So he doesn't hold of that. We'll see soon that, that question later. So, but Sarah Loman, and the answer is, the Hugzukunatchanim, meaning these animals were Rishayim, or Mishtageim Ligach. You see the animals right away, they were, they were wild, angry creatures. So it's not that they, they they actually did damage, but you see them in the corral that these creatures are dangerous. So Limara uh, So Taisa says that we're talking about right away. Bezdin would set. They see these animals are dangerous and they cannot be controlled. They would they would set up an ampitrapus to take care of the affairs of the cotton. That's Taisa's opinion. Let's take a look at the Gemara a little bit further, and we'll delve into this a little bit deeper. Now, first, the Gemara, before, later, the Gemara, after this little sidetrack, the Gemara is going to come back to this concept of an apitropus. But first, the Gemara wants to talk about the payment. What happens is you set up an apitropus so that the person, the, um, the, the, uh, if, if the shard damages another time, then the shard. The, shah, the, uh, the, the owners pay Nezik Shalim. Now, you pay me Aliyah. Me Aliyah's man. Whose Aliyah do you pay? Meaning, who's writing the check for the damage of this Shar Nagchan, this fourth time? Rabbi Yochanan says, Me Yisomim. We write a check from the property of the Yisomim. Even though we don't like to take the money from the Yisomim, but since there was not Petrapas, and the animal did do damage, and it does belong to the Yisomim, the Yisomim have to pay the damage. So Bezin will take the property of the Yisomim, sell it, and pay the proper owner. Okay? That's Rabbi Yochanan's opinion. Rabbi Yossi Barchanina Amar Mielias Apitrapis. You don't collect from the Yisomim at all. You actually collect from the Apitrapis. Now, Fragdi Gemara, Umiyam Rabbi Yochanan Alchi, did Rabbi Yochanan, could Rabbi Yochanan possibly have said that you collect money from the Yisomim? How could that be? From Rabbi Hudam Rabbansi, Rabbi Hudam Rabbansi, in the Skokin, the Nixi Yisomim, Elohim came Rabbi Sochelas Bahan. Excuse me, we don't go down into, we don't go to seize property from the Yisomim to pay off a debt unless. The debt is an interest-bearing debt. What would that be? That would be a case where 
their father had borrowed money from a non-Jew, and the non-Jew charged interest, and he's allowed to do that, and a yid is allowed to pay not interest to a guy. So the non-Jew went, that was charging interest. Now, if you don't sell the property, you don't take the money, then you're just paying off interest. Nobody wants to pay a credit card loan, so the credit card debt, so you sell the property, pay off the debt, and ultimately it's for the benefit of the Yisoma. That's what the that's what it says. So, Rabbi Yochanan Amar, Olishtar Sheish Paribis, either for a star that has ribbis, Olixuvis Ishemish Mazoni, or to pay off a Ksuva because of Mazoni. When I'll talk, I'll talk about Ksuva in a minute, when he says Olishtar Sheish Paribis, he's not adding anything to what uh, to what uh, what was said in the name of Rav Asi. Here's the number of Asi. Asi was the Talmud of Rabbi Yochanan. Means you don't go to, you don't take. Um, from the Yisdom unless there's ribbis, and Rabbi Yochanan is saying, yes, either a star that has ribbis, or Luxuvazisha, Meshumazon, Luxuvazisha is this, when the father passes away, he's responsible to pay a ksuva out of his property. Now, as long as the ksuva is not paid, whether it's the Yisdom's mother or not the Yisdom's mother, the father is responsible to pay his wife or wives. And there's got to be, a, there's a ksuva. The ksuva says that the part of the ksuva is if you don't pay the ksuva right away, the wife is is able to get sustenance from the household until the ksuva is paid. So she's eating three meals a day, so to speak, at the Yisomim's expense. So therefore, Biochan is saying it's better to sell property from the Yisomim, pay off this chov from this woman whose ksuva is owed to her, and you're you're in good shape. You don't have to continue paying extra. It's better to pay this debt right now, and, and it helps them. So essentially, Yochanan says, you're not allowed to go sell, and you're not allowed to go take the money from a, uh, from a Yosom to sell his property and take the money to, for any debt unless it's beneficial for the Yosomim. And the two cases of beneficiality to the, the Yosomim is ribis or Mizonos. There's no gain not paying the ksuva because you're just losing more and more money. So how could you tell me that you set up a not be trappist? And if the shore damages and becomes a muin, you're going to take from the yisomim. You can't take from the yisomim. Yochanan said there's only two cases in which you take from yisomim, either ribas or mizonas. This you don't touch. So this is a question of Yochanan on Rabbi Yochanan. We got that? So the Gemara answers the question. <clears throat> the Gemara says, Apoch, change around the opinions that Rabbi Yochanan you take it from the property of the guardian, you take it from the Yisamim. Before we see further what the problem is with that Apoch, let's first take a look at Rashi. Ain't this skakin. Rashi's right in between where it says the Gemara and the end of the page. Ain't this cocking. Bezdin and Bezdin do not go down, meaning they don't, this cocking means have, have anything to do with Zika. They don't connect in, in, the, in the sense of taking it away. Ligvos mehen, klum, to take anything from them. Even if it's a, a, a star that their father wrote, and there's no question that the father owes money. 
that we don't pay off non-interest bearing debts. Why? They asked me, you saw him don't are not responsible to do any mitzvahs. You saw him katanim. They don't do mitzvahs. So paying off a chov is a mitzvah. So we don't let them pay off the chov until afterwards. Yes, I know it seems somewhat unfair that the person has to wait for his money until these two-year-old kids become of bar mitzvah age or bas mitzvah age, but the that's the way it is. We don't let them. We don't let them pay at all. So and even if there's no doubt as to the father's responsibility. There was a star, there was the star was McQueen and Besden, no question. Ella Notar and the godly, we wait until these Isomen become of age. and then we take from them they have to pay the chov. Vigabi Vigavi, yeah. They take it, we take the money, we take the property, we, we give it to them. this over there, the Mari asks many different questions. There and we explain if it's a star that has ribbis, then we we um, we you pay right away. Ayid borrowed money from a guy with ribbis. We are worried about the hefset of the Islamim for the Islamim's best benefit. A mochim based in Menachsehen, Bezin sells their property, and they pay that chov. Or Misha Mazoni, you pay the you pay off the ksuva so the, the Islamim won't have to pay Mazonas. Shakol's man, she hit the As long as the ksuva is not given to the almana, Nizonas Mishalahem, she gets her sustenance from the household. So it's beneficial to do this. Now, Stigmar says, okay, Epoch. Rabbi Yochanan says you pay from the Aliyah of the Apitropos. And Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Chanina, says, no, you pay from the, you pay from the Yisam. Okay? Now, Rava does not like this. Rava says, I'm a Rava. See, to Rava, it's Pashit, that you do not pay from the, from the Yisam. This cannot be. So what you're doing essentially is saying Rabbi Yossi Barchanina is saying something which is unaccepted. That can't be either. Here's the way Rabbi asks this question. I'm a Because you have a contradiction in Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yossi Barchanina You're going to tell me now that Rabbi Yossi Barchanina is making a mistake. Well, because I, I can't countenance that anybody is going to say that you take from the Yisomim. He can't have made a mistake. But however, that profound mistake, impossible. And he went down into the depths of the din. And he would not have made this kind of a mistake. Really, Rabbi Yochanan said, you take from Nechse Yisomim. And Rabbi Yochanan said, you take from the Apitrapis. Mazik is different. It means that you're right. You're right. You don't take any debt that the father owes, borrowing or any other type of structured debt. But if it's a mazik, that's different. So we add one more case, ribis, mazonis isha, or mazik to the times that Bezin comes to take from Yisam. So just remember that. There are three times that Bezin comes to take from Yisamim, ribis, mazonos, and Mazik. That's the way the mark concludes over here. Now, 
the Gemara is going to discuss the. Oh, well, first, let's see Rashi, because we're going to turn the page in a minute. He wouldn't have said that you, that you, Bezdin has a connection to Nixi to take from them. Um, he wouldn't have said it. This is the way the Gemara explains. Now, the Gemara says, what is the nature of the Machlokas between Rabbi Yochanan and the, the, the Mandiyarmim? Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan says, you take from the Yisamim. Rabbi Yochanan says, despite the fact that that it is a mazik, you do not take from the Yisamim. So Rabbi Yochanan would say, there are three cases in which you take from Yisamim, Ribis, Ksuvasisha, and Mazik. And Rabbi Yochanan says, no, only two cases, Ribis and Ksuvasisha, Mazik, you would take from the Apitrapis. Now, what's the Machlokas? So, um, Rabbi Yochanan Meliyas Yisamim, last line. The Amrit Meliyas Apitrapis. If you're going to say you take from the property of the Apitrapis, turn the page, top of Lama Tesman Aleph, Mimnoi below Avdi. People are going to not will will, will hold back and not become Apitrapsin. Why should I be an Apitrapis if it's going to cost me money? Rashi Mimnoi below Avdi Apitrapis. Don't need that. Don't need the headache, don't need the hassle, don't need the responsibility. Well, he says, yes, you take from Apitropis, but not permanently. Then you take it from the Yisamim when they become of age. So, Rabbi says that once you know that you're getting your money back, even though it may be almost 13 years from now, you're getting your money back. Maybe the child that was left over was a baby. But still, you know, at one point you're getting your money back. If there's damage, you're not sure that the animal is going to damage at all. And if it does damage, then you're going to get your money back from the Yisamim. So there's not going to be Mimnoi, although the people are not going to hold back from becoming Abhi Trapsin. Abhi Trapsin were extremely important in order to make the... Uh, it makes things run smoothly. You can't just have animals running around doing damage, and you can't just just sell the property of Yisamim. You can't do that. You have to protect them. So this was the compromise, and Apitrapas was important. And Abiyasi said this was not enough of a reason for people to stop becoming Yisamim. Maybe some would, but not enough. So that's what the, that's what it is. Okay. Um, now, let's see a little further. Getting back to this concept that we said beforehand that we don't set up an apitrapis in order to take money migufa. We do set up an apitrapis to take money mialia. Remember that? But to take migufa, we don't set up an apitrapis. So the Mara says that actually is tanoi. It's a machlokas tanoi. The concept of setting up an apitropus to take migufo tenoi. It's a machlokas into the tenoi. How do you know? The Tanya, it says in a brisa, shor shenischar shubalov. A shor that its its uh, owner became a cheresh, deftam, benishtatu balov, or it became, the owner became insane, or the owner left. He went to a faraway place 
and the communication then was not like today. We had no communication with him to call him back. He was he was there. He left him in Medina Siyam and he left his shore. So what are you going to do now? So Yehuda ben Nekusa, Amar Simchas. Yehuda ben Nekusa was a Talmud of Simchas, said in the name of Simchas. Harehu b'tamuso ad she'yidah bobaf nebalim. The animal continues on being a Tam until you have testimony in front of the owner. And once you have testimony, then you can make it into a Moed. No. You immediately put him, set up an apitrapis, and you, the, 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 uh, the aides say testimony in front of the guardian. Okay, that's what you do. Now, let's see the further part of the Mishnah, which is going to be a little bit contradictory. If the cherish now becomes able to hear, to, to, to hear and speak again. The shota becomes now sane. The higdil hakatan now grows up. Or uvo and the owner comes from dinasiyam. Yehuda menakus amar sumchis chazer letamuso achi idubo bailam. It goes back to being a tam until it you say testimony in front of the owner. Rabbi Yosi Omer areyu becheskaso. That the animal remains in its chazaka. Now, do you see the problem here, Josh? You see the problem? Not yet. Well, let's see it again. The first part of this, Bryce said, Yehudim and Akusa said, that if a person uh, is incapable of watching a shar, either by means of sanity or by means of going away, then it remains a tam until you until the owner comes back, right? Until the owner becomes sane. Until you say, until you say testimony in front of the owner, right? Now just concentrating on And then the second part of the Brisa, again, it goes back to being a Tom. If the owner, if the owner comes back from far away or the owner becomes sane again, then the animal goes back to being a tom until the, it, it, it gores three times, in which case it becomes a muad. Do you see the contradiction? Like even the first one says that, it, that it goes back, no? No. There's a stira, there's a contradiction in the words of Simchus itself. What is that contradiction? Both parts of the Bryce are Simchas. Tell me outside. Jonah, what did Simchas say in the first part of the, in the, of the Bryce? Simchas said that um, the animal stays a Tom until you're able to make testimony in front of the owners. Right. Means if the, animal, the owner became insane or the owner went away, it remains a Tom. Now, Jeff, what did Simchas say in the second part of the Bryce? Until the, until they come back, or the or the animal comes a muad, which it can't, based on what you're saying. It says chazal tamuso goes back to being a tam, right? It, it stays a tam, right? Let's say it stays a muad. It says if the owner comes back, if the owner becomes sane, or the owner comes back, chazal tamuso goes back to being a tam. Now Jonah just said 
that it never left being a Tom. So how could it go back to being a Tom? It never, never left it to begin with. It was always a Tom. So what does the expression Chazer Lutamusa mean? You got that, Josh? I thought, it could bleed. I thought, it, I thought that's the point of the Apitrapas. We didn't talk about Apitrapas here. Some of us did not mention Apitrapas. The Chachamim did. Chachamim said, But some of us never breathed the word of Apitrapas. Some of us said, Owner goes to Medina Siyam and it goes a hundred times. It's always a Tom. You pay Chansi Nazik Megufa. Owner comes back. It goes back to being a Tom until it says, until it's three times, until damage, until damage is in front of uh, the owner, until you testify for the owner. What do you mean goes back to being a Tom? It was always a Tom, never left being a Tom. That's a contradiction. The Simcha's own, not in the Rabbanon. Rabbanon are good. Okay? Josh Kiro, do you see that question? It bounces off the page at you. No? I'm not saying. Lamar is going to ask it in a moment. So you got to grasp this now. John, do you see the question? There's no Chazer Tamuso. if it was always a Tom. Chazer Tamuso connotes that we change its status back to being a Tom, meaning at one point it was a Muad. But as Simcha says, it was never a Muad. It was always a Tom. So how do you go back case, to being... He never was a Muad. He never was a Tom. He never was a Muad. He stays a time. He never was a mood. Even, even if he goes three times and there's a goes a hundred times. Goes a hundred times, he stays with his Thomas. Okay. Oh yeah, okay, fine. That's all right, now I get it. Until until you until you say until you uh, say testimony from the owner. Now it says then the second part it says it goes back to being a Tom until you say testimony from the owner. It's a, a blatant stira. Okay. On the surface. Right. Obviously, Mars can explain it. it's not a stira, but the way it's written in the Avamina certainly is a stira, right? Okay. So Mars says, um, let's take a look at Rashi. So, Chazal um, Well, there's one small Rashi. Chazal Mosul, the Kamu of Arash to my Karma. What does that mean? Now, let's take a look at how the Gemara asks the question, and we'll see how the Gemara answers in a Mitzvah um, Amru, they said, or Amri, my harehu betamusa. What does it mean that this animal is betamusa? Right? The karma samuchas. Elaima, you want to tell me, it remains a muad. As many nagichas as you want, it never becomes a muad. The safer tells you it goes back to being a tam. You see that it must have been a muad, otherwise couldn't go back to being a tam. Elamai, are able to move. What do you want to say? Arehu bitmimuso. The animal remains whole. Tam also means whole, not just innocent, but whole. We don't take off from the animal to be gove. Alma, ain't mamidan apitrapas latam, ligvos migufo. We don't set up an apitrapis for a tam to take migufo. That opinion would be sumchas. Okay? So the animal could be could be um, could, could, have, could have damaged many times but we don't take money 
gufo. But if the animal does damage more than three times, then we would take mi'aliyah. Sumchus is not saying that the animal is a tom forever. That's not what he meant. We thought he meant that way, but that's not what he really means. It doesn't mean the animal remains a tom forever. No. Sumchus means to say that the animal will not be collected from, pardon my poor English, and uh, as a tom. However, the animal will be collected from if the animal becomes a muad. Okay? So we see from Sumchus that Einman Midna Pichap is Ligvoslami Gufo. Now, what does the Chacham say? Chacham disagree. The Chacham say, yes, Chacham of the Apitrapis. Okay? We do that. That's what Chacham said. Alma, Mamidna Apitrapis, Latam, Likvas Mugufo. Okay? That's what it says. The Seifo, Mamikami Palgi, what's the discussion of the Seifo? Roshus Mishani, Kibanayo. Simcha Savar Roshus Mishana. Abanan Savar Roshus Edom Mishana. Simcha says, that when it go, that despite the fact that it became a muad after three times, yes, you don't collect the for the first three times. Okay? No. But on, starting on the fourth time already, you start to collect because Bezin is already um, already sets an apitrabas, and we start collecting as a muad. Okay? Now, when the owner comes back or becomes sane, then according to Sumchis, we start the clock again, and now the animal's got to be three times damaged, three additional times in order to, in order to, for the owner to pay. The rabbanon say no, that we don't say rishus mishana. We say the animal is a goring animal, and uh, it continues being a goring animal, and you have to pay as a muad. This has to do with not not so much what the character of the animal is, it has to do with the huad bevalo. The animal, if the owner comes back, and we start the clock again of a huud bevaolav, according to some chiz. But then say no, that the apotropos is completely, instead of the owner, there's no huud bevaolav. So that's what the machlokas is. So now we see that the Mishnah that had said on Amun Aleph, that we were not mamidin an apotropos ligvos migufo, that would be the the um, the opinion of some chiz. disagree. Let's take a look at Rashi. Okay, Rashi is the the third line from the top. If you want to say that he wasn't an, a, a muad to uh, for three negichas to pay me aliy kashuad. The Sefer says that the animal, uh, the owner becomes, I'm sorry, the owner becomes now sane again. It goes back to Tamusa, the Gesavar, Rishus Mishana, as we're going to say later. Rishus is Mishana, Miklal, Karayadule. Now we're going to say that we, we, there must have been a mood to begin with. So what does it mean that the animal is a muad? Hareyu bitmimuso. It remains whole. Logavi negichas tamus mine. We don't accept, we don't collect negichas of a tam from it. They mamidin apitrapis latam ligvos migufo. We don't set up an apitrapis to, to collect migufo. And that's the opinion of Samachas. And that reflects the opinion of the way the Mark explained the Mishnah of Aleph. So now, what is the machlokas between Sumchas and Rabbanan concerning the the 
if it goes, if the owner comes back, does it go revert to being a tam or not? So that has to do with Rishus Mishana. Shemcha says Rishus Mishana. Rishus Shenishtanalav. The Rishus that it goes into now. Sheyotzer midayam pitrapis. Left the responsibility of the pitrapis. Benichnas Rishus Bailam and went into the Rishus to the owner. Mishana es hadaaso changes the witnessing. So the witnessing has to be in front of the owner. Now, from going from Apitropis to owner, changes the concept of Vuhud Bavalov. Now the Bailam came back, and you got to start the clock all over again. And the Rabbanon held not like that. Okay? So is this clear? Uh, so would you would you say that the Rabbanon disagree with our, 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 our Mishnah? Yeah. Our Mishnah is like some... Well, if you look back in the Mishnah before, um, the Rav explained that we, we are Maimed, we're not Maimed, we explained. It says, the Mishnah says, um, it's not me saying this, the Gemara is saying this. The Gemara says that um, the, the, the Shor shall charge of the cotton. Before we said that the shower is not chayev. Now we say that that we set up an apitropis. So how did Mark explain? The Mark said before him, "Amarav v'hagiktani im hutzukunak kanim if they're muad, mamidin lapitropis, mamidin lapitropis, meshavini le muad." We we cause them to be a muad. Mean through the testimony to become a muad. The rihad of anugach l'shali mealia. You pay from Aliyah. But the, 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 the Mishnah holds that you're not Maimon and Apitrapis to pay me Gufo. That Mishnah is Sumchas. Okay, the I, author of this Mishnah is Sumchas. The And you could explain it to me better, but do you think that's a little bit bizarre that 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 we have a Mishnah that goes according to a single individual, Sumchas, where the Chachamim, who say Mamdin, right? They say Mamdin the goofo. It's just, you know, I'm saying... Okay, so listen. Um, when when Rebbe was Masada of the Mishnayas, the, the reason why there's a, there's a klal that you we paskin like Stam Mishnah. Generally, we paskin Stam Mishnah. So over here, I can't tell you. I didn't look up the halakha, but generally speaking, we have a Mishnah without a dispute within it that's called a Stam Mishnah and that's the halakha. So over here... There's no argument. There's no two opinions. Rabbi Akiva says this, Rabbi Shmuel says that way. It's a Mishnah without an author. Rabbi, when he set up the Mishnayas and he wrote it without an author, means to say that that was the consensus of the Bezdin. Rabbi's Bezdin had a consensus like that. Sometimes you find that the Gemara changes and says that the uh, later Amarayim disagreed and we passed differently, but this is the way it is. So, yes, there was a Mechagaz in the Chachamim and Sumchas, and Rebbe's Bezdin, Rebbe and his Bezdin, I don't know if Rebbe Davka, but Rebbe's Bezdin, the consensus agreed with Sumchas, and that's the halacha. Part of my new, but Sumchas and the Rebbein we're talking about here are on the level of other Tanayim. Everyone's a Tana here. Right, Sumchas okay. is a Tana. Sumchas was a Talmud of Rebbe Meir. So, in essence, we're saying that, I mean, again, according to Rabbi's explanation of this, the Chachamim are kind of arguing with this Mish, with this Stam Mishnah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sumchas was a Talmud of Mayor. He basically lived in the generation of Rebbe. Because the Gemara says that Rebbe, 
saw Rabbi Meir once. So they lived in the same time, although Rabbi Meir was much older than some than Rabbi. So it was an incident the Gemara says that Rabbi saw Rabbi Meir, but uh, but but he basically lived in the same. You know, he was he was older. Simchus was a Talmud of Rameir, was younger than Rameir, basically lived in the same generation of, uh, as Rabbi. So when Rabbi was Masad and Mishnayis, I don't know if Simchus was alive at that time, but when Rabbi was Masad and the Mishnayis and he had it all compiled and edited in his final draft, then they they decided that the Lach is like like uh, like Simchus beforehand, the earlier Chachamim. Whoever they were, disagreed with Sumchus. Okay, that's not the final. That's not the final psak. Not so strange. Okay, all right. For a few minutes, we can move on. I don't know if we're able to do this entire Gemara, but but a few minutes we'll be able to move on. Tanurabanan, Shor, Cheresh, Shelta, Mikatan. That gourd. Rabbi Yaakov Mishalim Chatzinezek. The way it's written is, <laughs> it's written funny, that the shore of a cherishot of a cotton, that's Nogach, Rabbi Yaakov Mishalim Chatzinezek. Rabbi Yaakov pays half Nezek. Frankly, Rabbi Yaakov, my visitor, what did Rabbi Yaakov do? Right? You see how, how the Gemara is Medayic everything. Gemara says this literal explanation means Rabbi Yaakov pays. Rabbi Yaakov, what do you do? Why does he pay for it? So Gemara changes it to something that you would have thought of had the Gemara not said this. You would have thought of it. Ella Amor, Rabbi Yaakov Omer. Rabbi Yaakov says Mishalim Chatsi Nazik. Now, just it's interesting. Gemara is not going to let any any aberration, sorry, in Lushan go by without without uh, having the exact way it was it was transmitted. Okay. So there's a mistake in the transmission. It means Rabbi Yaakov Omer, Shalom Chatzinazik. So now, fine. So essentially what it is is a Sharva Kharashad of a cotton that was in the Gayach. You Rabbi Yaakov says you pay Khatzinazik. Now, what do you mean you pay Khatzinazik? My asking Ibatam Pshita, you pay Khatzinazik. Now the Kulam and Ami Khatzinazik. Now you you'll ask me what do you mean Pshita? This is not Pashit at all because a, a shore of a cherishot of a cotton does not pay chatsi nezek un, uh, unless there is an apitropus that's going to be there. So it's a huge chiddish of Rabbi Yaakov, the pay nezek. But the Gemara, as the Mepharshim say, does not mean to ask that. The Gemara means to say, it should have said Rabbi Yaakov Omer Mishalev, pays. And I would have known that you pay chatsi nezek because Atam always pays chatsi nezek. Okay? So it should have said Mishalem, he pays. Whatever it is, Chansinazik for a time for a mood and So uh Ibatam, so it should have been if it was a Tom, it's Bashit then. Why do you say the word Khansinazik for? Mishalim should pay. Um the Iba Muad, you're talking about a Muad, Idabdilishmira Kla Klalo. If the if the owner had done, if the Kherishot of a cotton had somehow done a very good shmira, meaning whoever was looking out after his interest, maybe not an official guardian, but or, or maybe by accident it was like that. Uh, the 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 shah was really, we'll see soon, locked up well. You don't have to play You don't have to pay anything at all. You did a shmir mula. Now if you did a low amdi shmira, then kulanazik If you didn't do a, a shmira, then of course he's got to pay. 
So Omar Rava, Rava says, La'olam b'muin. We're talking about a muin. I'll say this in, out, in, outside because without the Rashi, because I don't think we have time for Rashi. Mitchum, next time we'll start from this Gemara again. Omar Rava, La'olam b'muin. Malcham ha'eskinen. The avdi shmira pechusa. Lo avdi shmira me'ula. You did a minor shmira, and you didn't do a major shmira. Rashi tells you what that is. You didn't do the best of shmiros, but you did a, you did a shmira in a sense. Rabbi Yaakov suffered like Rabbi Yehuda. The Amar, Tzad Tam must be Mekom Ha'medes. So I'll tell you outside. Rabbi Yehuda holds, as you said before him, Tzad Tam must be Mekom Ha'medes. So it's a muin, but you pay Chatsi Nezek because it's, you, he's not talking about the other half. He's talking about the half in which the Thomas remains. So remember, Tzad Tam must be Ha'medes means that the animal pays, you pay half like a muin and half like a Tam. So he says, you pay Chatsi Nezek, Referring to the half that you pay like a tam. Now, Rabbi Yudha says something which is incongruous, but he learns it out of Sukkim, and we're going to see it in Mitzvah later in the Gemara. Rabbi Yudha says also another point: Muud Rabbi Yudha holds that conversely, a tam needs a shmira meula, a really good shmira, but a muud only needs a shmira pechusa, a shmira pechusa. Meaning, basically, it's up to everybody to watch out from that muid. Don't go near. Um, you know, if the sign says "Beware of dog," right? And you see behind that fence this really, you know, fierce-looking dog. Just cross the street and don't go near it. And even if it's a shmir pachusa and the animal breaks out and attacks, it's going to be on you. All you need is a shmir pachusa. That's what Behuda says. So he holds that way, also. Rabbi, how does well, the how does the, the damaged part well, know that that the well, animal was fluid? Let me let me let me just finish this off. It, it's regardless. I'm just using that as a uh, no matter what you don't pay. He, Rabbi Yehuda holds that you pay only a shmir. You only need a shmir pachus. That's it. V'savar lakrabanan damer mamida napi trapas letam ligvos migufo that. You you uh, set up a an apitropus for a tam to be gova migufo. So this is what Rabbi Yaakov's opinion is that you, uh, he disagrees and he says you set up an apitropus for a tam to be gova migufo. So you pay um, you pay um, you pay chantinezik not as a tam, but you pay the tzad tam musmukomo medas. Meaning this animal was did damage three times on the fourth time. There's an apitropus here. The apitropus is not going to be good for the for, to collect the, the thomas while the animal was a tom, but the apitropus is going to be good to collect the tzad thomas of a muid. So that's going to be the mamidin apitropus ligvos tom. And so we're talking about a muid. We're talking about a chantinezek. How can a muid pay chantinezek? Because he holds tzad thomas the makoma omedes. And how do you pay it all? Because there's an apitropus. An apitropus can, 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 you can collect from the, from, uh, from to Vakatan if there is an apitropus, and the apitropus is going to, you're going to collect the mood part with Satama, the Makomo, Amenas. So that's the way uh, the Gemara says. And we're talking about also that it's, it's a mood, talking about the, the, um, the that the tzad tamus is b'mekomam. I'm sorry. That all you need is a is a shmir pechusa for a muin. 
a tam will sagulay b'shmir b'chus. A tam needs a good shmir, but a muah doesn't need a a good shmir. So therefore, we cannot be talking about tam. We could be talking about uh, specifically a a muah. Okay, Mir Shem, next time we'll pick up on this and we'll see more more in depth uh, with Rabbi Yaakov. So um, that'll be Mir Shem. We'll, we'll continue that and we'll, we'll pause for right now.